This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. All right, my talkers. Thanks for hanging out with us on this Monday at 4 o'clock. Now, we've got something for you guys to start out this hour. We've got a little present for you guys. We want to do a little giveaway. So I need the fifth caller to 651-641-1071. I've got a pair of tickets to see Waitress at the Ordway on Tuesday, March 8th at 7.30 p.m. Again, caller 5 to 651-641-1071. We can start your week off with a nice little prize, all right? Yes, appeared next week because that's supposed to be a great show, and it was it, going to come here like during it was twenty twenty. The is this a Sarah Bareilles? Sarah Bareilles music, yeah. and she's starting it. And if you ever saw the TV movie that it was adapted, the musical was adapted from. It, it was Carrie t- Russell. It was a movie movie. Oh yeah, it was released in the okay, theaters. Right. Yeah. yeah, movie movie with Carrie Russell, and it was so good. It's so good. Mm. So that's a big win for okay, the lucky so caller the today. Ordway. Ordway, very nice. Mm-hmm. Very nice. What's your favorite pie? You could have a, a pie. I What's know your it. Favorite? If I could have a piece of pie right now, mm. oh my gosh. Is it banana cream or are we just going to go for the, banana cream? The banana cream, cream at Twin Cities Grill. Mm-hmm. Lori, when is the last time we ate that? I don't know. That was I got Casey of, a half a blueberry pie at Lund's yesterday. I would eat a cherry pie, too. Yeah. I do love cherry pie. I haven't been able to eat a cherry pie since I swallowed a cherry through my nose being in a pie-eating contest in ninth grade in desperation to meet Because you don't like raspberry. You don't mm. like cherry. It's from, a, it's from that. It's from the incident of joining a pie-eating contest for homecoming, thinking I would get in the spirit, and I would actually meet kids at the civilian high school that I was going to, and... I was trying to be... Where were you? What city? Oscoda, Michigan, Julia. Which is even by what? It's in the Upper Peninsula. Okay. Um, But the air base, Wurtsmith Air Force Base, it wasn't a big enough base to have a base high school. So if if your dad or mom was stationed there, you went to the Oscoda Public School. Right, okay. Or as we called it, civilian school. So you had to go to a civilian school and After then... After being, you know, on base in Japan, and then, you know, we're all of a sudden... So all your schools, like, in Japan were on base schools, so you never went to civilian schools? No, because we didn't speak I did. Japanese. Well, duh. Yeah. All right. I went to, I went to, like, I went to, um, our parents sent us to, like, um, you know, we went to a summer camp, um... Japanese camps. I don't know. We just went, I don't know. We slept overnight for a few nights and would go to the great boot kind of cultural sort of sure, things. Sure. But my sister and I were very, um, we, uh, we had brought bubble gum and we were excellent bubble gum blowers. And, uh, um, we went friends. Yeah. And you could blow, uh, if you could a blow a bu- bubble, a bubble inside a bubble, 
You're going to win. Grant, who won? We got Mary, Mary. Uh, from Plymouth is our winner, and she's real excited about Mary. it. So, yeah. Right. Congratulations. Yeah. Oh, how about, okay, so Maggie Gyllenhaal, last night when she comes out, and of course her movie is The Lost Daughter, Olivia Coleman. I can't believe that made it. Even, it's so depressing. I can't oh, even believe word. that made it to be a best picture. Well, and I'm telling you, the, the power of the dog uh, took, a, took a hit. And nothing. I bet Netflix had some panic meetings today because nothing was happening with that movie. Um, and Belfast got nothing. And I know people like that My, movie. Okay, our friend Shannon from Seattle went and saw it this weekend. She said it was wonderful. Yeah. Just wonderful. Yeah. So I that's one I want to see still. Yeah, same. So do I. But when Maggie came out, I, I said, oh, gosh, she always looks so somber. She's probably got a somber job to do. And Casey goes, well, what would that be? Introducing the movie. In Memoriam. No. Oh, she did the In Memoriam. She, You're right. She introduced uh, introduced the video mon- montage and reflect on the painful losses. And, you know, it ended with Sidney Poitier was the very last one. But um, so many people, you know, it was a, Ed Asner, Betty yeah. White, you know, Gavin, the love boat, you know, the three people from the Mary Tyler Moore, but people that you'd kind of forgotten. And then. Robert uh, Ghislaine, I, I don't know if I'm saying his name right, but um, that's Gene Smart's husband. Right. And she met him on the set of Designing Women. He played the boyfriend of Annie Potts's character, right. Mary Kay or whatever her name was. But Charlene was everything on Designing Women. Mm-hmm. But that's how she met him. And he just died in... Uh, 2021. So he was included. I'd forgotten that he was. Did they mention Ivan Rittman or is it all just actors and actresses? It's Ivan Rittman was not included. No, no? that's surprising. Yeah, he. That that was soon. That was more recent. But well, maybe don't quote me because I don't remember all of those. But usually the Screen Actors Guild Awards. They cover everyone about not ever leaving. The Oscars will leave people out because they had Louis Anderson. Yeah, that's nice. Recognized. Yeah, I saw that. And you know, Jean Smart. So you talk about her losing her husband. That they were together for thirty four years, but they have. um, They she has a son Connor who's thirty one, but they also adopted a boy um, together who's only 13 years old who she takes on the red carpet with her and his mm-hmm. name is Forrest and she talks about you know her husband was only six for a very short period I don't know what he died from before he passed and mm-hmm. she said it was really hard she didn't think it would happen for another 20 years and having a young child you know has been kind of unimaginable and unimaginable and she just says it's so hard to be a single parent, but I'm also so grateful that, she that I have this distraction from my grief to be a parent. Yeah. You know, um, she's yeah, just, he died uh, when they were filming the the second to the last episode of Hacks. That's right. And she she does a, she gets up at a funeral and speaks and she just in an oh, interview. Oh, yeah, I remember that. I remember. She talks about that she just tapped into her, her feelings her of that, you know, yeah. about that. I felt like when I watched Hacks, I was trying to rush through it because it was on the zeitgeist at the time that I want to go back and kind of enjoy it this oh, time. That's a great show. Because yeah. it wins for so much, yeah. you know, and you liked that too, Grant, didn't you? Loved it. Loved it. Fantastic. And Jennifer Hudson did win at the NAACP Awards the night before. We po- we have the red carpet from that posted, but she did win Best Actress for Performance as Aretha in uh, Respect. And of course... Not a surprise. It's the NAACP awards, but she looked so happy, and I she was wearing um, 
Christian Siriano at the at the Screen Actor, or excuse me, Christian Siriano at the NAACP, and then Pink Vera Wang at the SAG Awards. Oh, okay. And I really was like just hoping, hoping, hoping she would win. But I guess I was just happy for just. I, I guess I was happy it wasn't Nicole Kidman, and I was happy it wasn't Lady Gaga. Isn't that oh, terrible? No, one hundred percent. Because yeah. I was very, I was delighted that it was Jessica Chastain. I mean. I still remember. Remember how good she was in Finding Molly. Oh, she was amazing. The help, yeah, she's in the help, she's and she really was. And I really liked Helen Mirren. Uh, you know, her whole speech for the Life Achievement Award. I loved when she um, she said um, something like, "Together we laugh, we weep, we worry, we change clothes, we throw up, we suffer diarrhea." Don't you? I do. You know, you I know tell- she's. She memorized that, but it was just like, it was such a good, good um, speech. Oh my gosh, you have to, if you haven't gone through the fashions for the NAACP Awards. Mary Jane. Mary Jane Blige. Blige. Oh my. You always call her Mary Jane Blige. I always do. Mary J. Blige. Issa Rae won for um, Insecure. Insecure. Carrie Washington looks unrecognizable. Yeah. I think. Um, Tracy Ellis Ross in her one piece. Yeah, there was amazing. There's fashion. great fashions, and your favorite people were there. That's Harry her, and Meghan. Harry and Meghan were there. Will Smith, of course, won for King Richard. And right. I didn't know until he said it last night that it wasn't until because he produced that movie, he and his production company, that it wasn't until the movie was finished and shot that Venus and Serena gave their blessing. Really? And he said yes. that on stage, and Venus just covered her head. She did. You know? she, he said, "So this is really uh, meaningful." And the reason that Richard Williams hasn't been with at any of the he is has dementia. Oh, is oh. that what's happened to him? Because you never see. There's him not anywhere. a family rift or anything right. like that. But he has dementia. And I thought Will Smith That's was terrible. just darling yeah. in his acceptance speech last night with that one tear coming down. And mm-hmm. when he when he said that to Venus and she just put her head down because he's like, well, you know, sometimes we do get these things wrong. Yeah. And he's not I thought he was being that. I honest, thought he was it was good that he was being honest about it. Yeah. And and again back to the actor how actor producers yeah. are creating their own destinies. Where he has done that before with Ali. Yep. He has done it before with uh, several other things. Yeah, so that's true. good for him. Yeah. That event exciting. Very good. All right, listen, it's time to get to the random thoughts, Julia. Julia's random thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. Okay, if you're wondering what to celebrate on this fine, sunny Monday, I give you two things. National Public Sleeping Day. Maybe you want to fall asleep on a bench somewhere, (laughs) just so people can see you. But this is my favorite one. It's International Sword Swallowers Day. Oh, there you go. (laughs) (laughs) Sex Monday a little early. Mm -hmm. Say that five times. Sword Swallowers. Sword Swallowers. You can't say it. No, you can't. You really can't do it either. You really can't. I just thought, well, I don't ever remember that being highlighted before. I feel like that might be a new entry in 2022. (laughs) Okay, so this Lori pointed out to me, and if you get the Pioneer Press, it was in the paper over the weekend. Um, A family from Esco, Minnesota, which is up north... Between Duluth and Cloquet. Mm -hmm. And I was thinking... Esco Eskimos. See, and I thought it was Esco where they do the drag racing down here. But that's Elko. Elko. So Mm -hmm. I was off. They won um, a Guinness World Record by being the tallest family ever. 
And so their name is, they are the Trap Family. <laughs> the Trap Family. <laughs> and they're not the singing traps. They're just the tall traps. And the youngest one is just under seven feet, four inches tall. And he said, you know, basically that um, being tall is an icebreaker. I have a friend whose son is very tall. Well, I have a nephew who's seven yes. feet tall. And um, oh. the seven feet tall. Yeah, I just yeah, I have no idea what that's like. They, how's, it, how's the weather up there? Huh? Yeah, the average height says. in this family because there's a mom, a dad, two daughters, and a son is six feet, um, six feet eight inches. Oh. Come on. No, they are no, totally tough. Yeah, pass an inch off, all okay, right? Huh? So they had to um I'll take one. To, I wonder how they got to the file, idea. Well, to be in um a Guinness World record, they had to come up um they had to have an, an expert measure them. So they contacted um Mike Burkhart? <laughs> yeah, he, yeah, he is. He does it, but um they judger, yeah. they had to have a Duluth orthopedic sports medicine doctor okay. help them with the measurements. And to do this, they had each family measure um me- measurement had to be done both standing up and laying down in the morning. Uh-huh. when you're so shortest. when you're when you're longer, I would think. Oh, is that when you're longer, longer. in the morning? Okay. Yeah, because you're not standing on <laughs> Some your... Some people are. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> oh, God, Lori. All <laughs> right. Monday. Anyway, yeah. anyway, it took them over a year to confirm it because they had to get, what's Mike Marcotte's title again? An Adjudic- adjudicator. adjudicator. To go and do it. But all of the kids have gotten um, scholarships and different sporting things. Of course. <laughs> and um, they said, you know... Being tall is an icebreaker, but people, once you get to know them, it's not an issue anymore. Their dads, when they were growing up, had to remove all the ceiling fans. Because if you've ever gotten dinged in the head by a ceiling fan, apparently that's painful. I would think. And um, they're just kind of excited about it. So that's so cool. So yeah. they're a not- trap family from Mexico. Mm-hmm. That is a tall group of people. Mm-hmm. It's going to... On the photo that I saw. It's very, it's very tall, Grant. You well, saw the photo, though. And it's funny because it's fitting. And if anybody ever watched uh, How I Met Your Mother back in the day, Marshall, the character from Minnesota, from St. Cloud, Minnesota, yeah. his family, the joke was they were all too big for every room that they could fit in. They were oh, all really? too tall. So yeah. it's just a weird connection, like, that they played that off years ago, and now we actually have, like, the Marshalls from How I Met Your Mother. They're everybody, everybody in that family was at least 6'8 in, in his family, and that was the joke as we breed them big up in the north, you yeah. know? Yeah. So. Yep, yeah, there you go. It's a cool little uh, random. For the trap family. Love it. Um, okay, so they did a study, and this is, you know, reward show. Viewership has been on the decline year over year over year. Mm-hmm. And, you know, some people say there's too many of them. Some people say who cares about them, blah, blah, blah. But they just did a new study. And of the 1,000 people that were surveyed, they were surprised with the results that three-fourths fourths of the people surveyed all want to watch this year's Oscars. Mm-hmm. Um, they basically just said, we miss it. Yeah. yeah. We when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, 
Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. This thing, you know, it's just something different and, and, and out there in light. Thank goodness they're having hosts again. Yes. You know, yes. I that was the thing yeah. that was just made no sense to us. To not have a host for right. three years in a row, it was just so woo. Yeah, and and I feel like too doesn't isn't it part of it because like we finally have movies that are award worthy, and it's been so long since we've had movies that no, are award worthy. No, I don't know that because you can't I, the the people. I don't I think, know that. I that's think that's it, it so but much. I think Grant, it's just it's. I think people everyone. It yeah, because we haven't we didn't have Golden Globes this year. Last year, twenty twenty one. You know, you watched was last canceled. night. They're they're doing this outdoors at a hangar which was open on both ends, the mm-hmm. SAG Awards. Okay. And you're watching, like, Jean Smart get out of her car, being dropped off, and they give her a mask right away. And so she's just holding it because she doesn't want to mess up her makeup. Right. You know, because they're outside. The yeah. and, and also, they all had to be vaccinated. They got tested that morning. Right. They did the 48. I mean, they did They had to go of, through so much to go to that. I think. But anyway, yeah. I just thought that was... Kind of good news. Um, people say they just plan on watching yeah. it because yeah. it's Laverne something needs to. It's she needs to get crackalacking and working with the producer. There you go, Lori. Oh gosh, she, Lori. If we had drank every time she called somebody girl last night, we would have all been wasted. <laughs> and we gotta figure out. Just ask the fashion question. Don't make somebody an actor explain what the story is that they're telling with their fashion. It's too boring of an answer. Uh, tell me when you're done, Julia Sugarbaker. Yeah. Holy cow. Yeah. Okay. Fucked me so much. I know it. All right. Now I've never heard this this phrase before. Slut strands. Do you even know what I'm talking about? If I said slut strands, no. My my your slutty mind can't even go there. Yeah, my (laughs) slutty mind can go there, but I'm not going to. You know what a slut strand is? Okay, so probably some scientific thing. No, it's it's when you wear like a helmet or a hat. And you have two pieces of hair in the front of your hair that you leave out of it. Yeah, those are cute. They're, They're called, called slut, slut strands. strands. So oh. Chloe Kim, the U- United States snowboarder that just won the gold, mm-hmm. was being interviewed. And she's just so sick of people calling this hairstyle when you t- leave a couple of strands out. Well, the, it's a terrible name. It yeah, is. So terrible. she wants, I don't know why you're trying to get us to use I'm that I'm not. Place. I'm telling you a story. So she is advocating to call these beauty strands. But apparently... In the skiing and snowboarding world, that's how they're known, which is terribly And I'm going to tell you the sexist reason why. Because that's how you can tell that somebody is a girl, by pulling that hair out. And so that's how, like, it probably started as some guy thing. You can tell who the sluts on the slopes are by who's got their hair hanging out. Yeah. So that's how that name got started. So beauty strands. All right. All right. Just call it hair hanging out of your helmet. Does it have to have a name? Well, apparently in that world it does. Yeah, very sexist. Mm -hmm. I thought so too. Yeah. I didn't know where you were going with that story. I thought you were like happy to share with us. No. DNA strand we got to know about here. Right. (laughs) Oh, good Lord. I'm sorry. I didn't, I have so much more I didn't get to, but I guess we'll save it for tomorrow. We've got one all week, right? Yeah, we do. So. All right, what's happening in the traffic? It's a little classic Neil Diamond. He's 81, and he has sold his publishing rights to Sony. Uh, his song rights to Universal Music, excuse me, and no... How much do you think that's worth? If Springsteen okay. got $500 million, is yeah. that what Springsteen yes. got? And, Neil and, Diamond, he's got a lot of songs, man. Oh, oh, oh. 
Because he Three, wrote all the... What do you think? $300 million? I just, I don't know. I just feel like... He you're... wrote so many songs. Yes, he did. You know, so he's got, uh, you know, I, I mean, all the hits he wrote for other people. I'm a believer, a little bit me, a little bit you, Solitary Man, Red Red Wine, other people recorded, then all of his songs... I don't know. He might be in the four hundred million range. You think four hundred? Uh, he's got so many songs, and we don't know the amount. I love this thing that people can just cash in now. Me too. Mm-hmm. I really do. And so, who's the young country artist? That Jason Aldean just, just did it last this. week for a yeah. hundred million, and he's why know, not? He's popular, but I mean, a hundred million—that's dude, you're golden, and you've got more I mean, stuff right? you're gonna make. Oh man, right? I'd I mean, do it. Neil Diamond, and I can't remember if we see this in Rocket Man, but he was such a force in the '60s, and then becomes this unlikely rock star in the '70s. But he introduces Elton John at the Troubadour mm-hmm. uh, when Elton John first plays. Well, first played there, I didn't know that. Yeah, I forgot that. Yeah, and they can, you know, I guess there's already a musical about his life opening in Boston in June, and. They could do a tribute album, and of course, you know, Sweet Caroline sung at seventh every inning. bar, yes. every baseball yes. game in the world. They, yeah. Don't they do it yep. at the at seventh? Fenway Park? Yeah, yeah, it's the most. Yeah, that's their seventh inning seventh stretch. stretch song. Instead yeah. of taking out to the ball game, no, they still do that. They too. probably do both. Yeah, they yeah. Do. Yep. yeah. And then Elton John, I guess he uh, electrified at his final Madison Square Garden concert uh, this past weekend. Just like it was, it's he's performed there more than 70 times, and he told the crowd it's his favorite place on earth to play. Well, that's remember on his on his way yeah. there, he mm-hmm. had the plane potential yeah. plane crash, and he put yeah. all things aside, still made it there because he was not going to miss his show at the garden. Why yeah, I love that. Okay, yeah. Lord, speaking of gardens, did yeah. anyone go see Grand Funk Railroad? No. Okay, did any hear did how good they hear were? say we were going? Well, we were looking at it yeah, I know, on but, Friday but when but we I last spoke. I don't think spoke. any of us no, were going. I didn't make we it, just no. enjoyed singing the song. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I'm sure it was a great show. Oh, yeah, I did. I'm sure it was. But, um, anyway, yeah, John Elton John was very emotional when he was performing. and So this is it? It was, he performed, yeah. He Well, now remember, he's been Because I feel like he's still coming here. He is, but yeah. he, is three, he has a 300-stop worldwide farewell tour Jeez. that began in 2018, and due to COVID, maybe going on way longer than he ever thought it was <laughs> yeah, going to go on. Sure. But he can check off one more, uh, uh, because he played those... Uh, Shows and I guess um, yeah he's he said I'm I'm not getting any younger and this is my last show and everybody started booing no no but yeah Neil Diamond introduces Elton John at the Troubadour that's awesome because um, he really was like became right. like this rock star then right. in the seventies you know and if you've ever seen that um, musical um, oh, which the, I love the last yes. waltz yeah. Neil Diamond is in the last waltz with um, the band, and you know Scorsese did that movie. And if yeah, people, he's gotten a, he's gotten crap. You the know? jazz singer really is the one about Neil Diamond. Well, yeah, I know, but I'm talking about a real documentary. Oh. That Neil Diamond is in that was a terrible movie. The jazz. Singer. Oh, see, I loved it. Oh my god, really? I loved it. Yes, why not? I liked it. Lori, I'm easy. I've easy movie tastes. <laughs> 
You know I do. <laughs> Thank you for clarifying. I, yeah. well, <laughs> look up. I'm not easy. I, I really feel like that. Just like critics hated that. Maybe audiences loved the. Well, all right. That that, that thing, but it, it, well, it was like, three out of five stars. He's like many a rocker or a musical artist who also wants to act. I mean, Brad Pitt and Ben Stiller came this close to making a Rolling Stone movie. So Ben Stiller has this show, Severance, on, I think it's on yes, Apple. Yes, Apple Plus. And, and it's in... It, it's a sci-fi thriller. Casey and I watched two episodes and then we just... You can't we, go back. Well, we will go back, but will we you? got sucked into Viking Valhalla. But will you really go back to yeah. Severance? You will. Yeah, All right. I'll try it again. It was an intriguing premise, but he was on with Howard Stern and he said a producer, do you guys remember way, way back, the Ben Stiller show that was on MTV like in the early 90s? He had kind of a... I don't okay. at all. I don't. So anyway, the, uh, hmm. this producer kind contacted him and they wanted what they wanted. It would be Ben Stiller and Brad Pitt as Rolling Stone super fans going wild, doing everything like climbing on lighting, rigging, bribing people, everything they can to be backstage, meet the band. Sure. But they were going to be these guys. The male fans. version. The male version. Version of what the women would try to do. Show up at the hotel, show up at the yes. limo, show up on the sides. Oh, that is hysterical. And, and, and Mick was all for it because he, as he told Howard, Mick is one of these rockers who's always been a movie guy. He's right. tried acting. He was in the movie Ned Kelly and performance and uh, the man from Elysian Fields. I mean, he's done maybe five or six movies okay. and he got a kick, but none, no the one rest else. of the band, they Absolutely just thought not. it was a terrible idea. Um, and Mick was like, I'm on board, but you got to get the rest of the lads or guys or whatever he calls them. And they, they did not, um, they pitched still or pitch with Judd Apatow. Um, uh, you know, the idea, and they just um, said no. 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 no, no, no. And he also is on the, um, he's working on a documentary, told Howard, on the brilliance of his late parents, yes. Ann Mira and Jerry Stiller. I love that. Because think of those two being your parents. Oh, I know. It. What a fun. Yeah. What, what, a, what a household, huh? Don't you yeah. think oh, that would have just been rich and, and Severance, oh. this sci-fi thriller that's on Apple right. TV, um, was pitched to him. A writer came up with the treatment, and it passed whoever Ben has reading his stuff, mm-hmm. and into Ben's hand. And they were just like, "Wow, if we can get some anyone who will help us make us, it was such a clever original idea." And you know, Apple they got a shout out last night for Marley Matlin Apple Plus yes, because they, they paid twenty five million dollars for Coda at Sundance last yes. year. Yes. They had that much faith in it. Mm-hmm. So they, you know. Be- I just think that Bezos one- is happy with his movie people today. With Coda being such a big winner last night. Bezos is happy. He's Amazon. Yeah, but he's happy. Amazon. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Apple. So <laughs> the other guy, Tim Cook. Tim Cook is Tim happy. Tim Cook. There we oh. go. Listen, who can keep all these? Uh, you I was like wondering who. What? All these billionaires in order. Yeah. yeah. Um, but Amazon, you know, they. They have some pretty good shows. They had Reacher. I mean, yeah, they had Reacher. And anyway, so. A lot of good shows. Yeah, very good shows. But yeah, that's that's the music, I guess, news of the day. Well, really. it's it's just. I, you huge know, I'm still what? hoping that Harry Styles can play 
young, you know, Mick Jagger in a biopic of the Rolling Stones in their like late teens to like, like maybe to France. You think it's going to do it? Well, I mean, somebody's got to write it. I mean, I've tweeted again to Channing Tatum about um, No Second Chance by Rio Ewers, our great author. Did you tweet him again? I tweeted it. I tweeted to Rio. I said, I'm still working on Channing and I included Channing, but he's going to Batwoman tonight to support his Catwoman girlfriend Zoe. So did you literally oh, say yeah, that to oh, him? Yeah. Oh, Lori. Oh yeah, it's honest I, to be. How can you be embarrassed on Twitter if nobody sees it? Can See, it that is the beauty moment? of you. Don't even have to worry if you'd have a typo. Yeah. Oh, Lori. Yeah. No, because someone sent us a text saying that they are listening to No Second Chances. Uh huh. Oh, and the book we had on last week. Last week, and what a nail biter! Oh, of a book oh, it is. You wanted to sh- read and it they, with your they eyes They agree shut. with our casting as oh, yeah. Canem as Luke and Charlie Hunnam or Alexander Skarsgård as the Viking villain Johan. Oh, the book is so good. Mm-hmm. That is a good book. Yeah, it really is. All right. Well, there and we go. just a little shout out. This from uh, Chris Raymond Schneider. Okay, we. You know, when they announced this, I think it was right as COVID was happening. And it's, um, we've never gone to the Hollywood Forever Cemetery concert series, but your cousin Michael has told us how you can go to the Hollywood Cemetery and see these amazing concerts. And so at Lakewood Memorial Chapel, there is this space, this sanctuary. At our Lakewood here? Yes. And it's beautiful. It's, I've been to a funeral there. There's Sunday afternoon concerts, and there's there's um, maybe six of them, and they're all three o'clock showtimes, but the tickets are on sale right now if you go to lakewoodcemetery.org. It's beautiful, and, and the grounds are so beautiful. That is a beautiful, beautiful. place. The Twin City Gay Men's Chorus Chamber Singers yeah. are there June 5th. There's a women's a cappella group called Heartfelt July 10th. American Twangers, Megan and the Birdwatcher. Gospel R&B great Robert Robinson, September 11th, and Siama's Congo Roots, October uh, 2nd. So there's not that many. The very first one is, um, I think it's uh, might be April 3rd All is right. the very first one. But those concerts are, it's under the 60-foot dome, like you said. It's, it's absolutely it's, gorgeous. That so, whole cemetery is beautiful. Yeah, it and really they is. started it, and it just had a, legs for a couple of years, and then COVID. But anyway, it's back. All right, cool. Yeah. All right, listen, we come back. We're going to Hollywood speak. Um, Plastic surgeon tells us how do stars keep their plastic surgery quiet. And we'll tell you it's two words. Hollywood speaking. What is the meaning of this? Why is it that celebrities can keep their plastic surgery a secret? Because doctors can make house visits for, you know, other things. But for surgery, you you have to go go somewhere. So what do you think the surgeon, what do you think the two words are? That keeps this from ever getting out about who's done what and who who what what people have seen or heard. You know. Well, what do you think, the doctor? I I, I, <clears throat> I have no idea. Money talks. It's called a confidentiality agreement. Oh, oh, so everybody that works has to sign has it. to sign that and. Okay, fine. To, then they can't. Yes. T- and then uh, here's another two word clue. Private entrance. 
Oh, 100%. Well, I'm sure they all have private entrances in L.A. where the paparazzi would be hounding people. How did we ever see Barbara Streisand with the beekeeper when she came out of her plastic surgeon? Because she was, was she in New York? No, No, she did it in L.A. LA. And she had a beekeeper hat on, which is clever, but didn't fool anybody. I don't know. When you come out of a doctor's office wearing a beekeeper (laughs) hat. Yeah, you're hiding something. (laughs) Yeah, you know. But anyway, maybe she didn't know about it. Maybe she went to somebody who didn't have a private entrance. Didn't have a private entrance. Wow. Okay. Um, okay. So, like, um, this one, I don't <laughs> even. So I know it. Meet like me it's... in the garage. Meet me in the back alley. Yeah. Um... I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game. And you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Kanye West objects to Kim Kardashian's request to be declared legally single and now says she can't prove he wrote his messy social media posts. I saw something over the weekend where he's trying to get the judge to throw out all of his social media posts for like the past ever. Mm-hmm. He's good luck. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, Kanye, what is he going to say? Someone hijacked, someone hijacked my Instagram and Twitter account and wrote all that crap. God, how is she going to get away from Stalker he's Kanye? Never, he's never going to get away and from And he's him. trying to say that the prenup is invalid. So he's going after Kim and the coven where it really hurts the wallet. He, he is just, oh my word. Anyway, next week a judge will decide if she gets to be a single woman. But, um, but again, she can physically escape from him her on her new $150 million judge. That Good she just her. got, you know, but yeah, I mean, but he's moving in across the street. I mean, I would be so he's, upset. He's, he's stalker Kanye. I'd be so upset. Yeah. And we know he wrote those things of and we know he, he took them down from of the lawyer. He and he even in one of the posts said he was just learning to see the world on Instagram and taking accountability and, you know, he, he, oh boy. Okay. Ben Affleck. Where was he last night? He was nominated for the tender bar. He was at his son Samuel's 10 year birthday party and he knew he wasn't going to win. So why show up? Did he say that? No, I just just added that. I just added that. Okay. Yeah. I guess you can't miss the birthday party on the actual day. Right. Yeah. That's not going to happen. That's not going to happen. You don't reschedule kids birthdays. Because I heard Colleen and Bradley say, you know, why would you, you could maybe reschedule? I don't know if I'm taking this out. I'm probably taking all this out of context. And I thought, it's your kid's birthday. Those are hard to reschedule on a different day. You know? Right. It's kind of hard to do that. Yeah. And I think Jennifer Lopez. Her um, kids had their birthday. Her twins turned no, but she's She's flown off somewhere to film, to go back to the movie she was filming in Canada. Oh, okay. Got so, it. I don't know if she flew out yesterday or Saturday, but I was like eagerly just kind of thinking they would show up. I did too, Laurie. I did too, but I can understand a kid's birthday. It it takes precedence over everything. Okay. Chris Harrison, quote unquote, has a serious case of sour grapes. (laughs) What? I'm not surprised by this at all. Because? 
because he just I just even how he acted shortly thereafter um after he got fired you know that he had to resign um i think that he he's bummed he, he wishes he'd never talked down to, to right, rachel right 100 percent as a correspondent 100 percent hollywood i just you know he really he, forgot his the what, moment the moment the moment and, and what was happening to. and the time and just really didn't take accountability for it right away and just was blackheaded and i'm sure he misses his job yeah. I mean, my gosh. Did you guys watch The Bachelor last week? No, hell no. You no. only watched that. Well, I wasn't here. Is that my mom's? And well, she won't watch the, ra- the Bachelor with me, so I erased it. So I don't even know what happened with my old... Um, it's okay. What's his name? What do I call him? Dudley Do-Right. That's yeah. what he looks like. It's, it's still on, I guess. Oh, yeah, yeah for sure. Mm-hmm. Okay, here's another... Good uh, news. You can watch it tonight. Uh-huh. <laughs> You can watch it tonight. Okay, the Salt Lake City Housewives reunion oh. part one was last night. And um, Bravo ran the Chiron screen in front of the thing saying that Jenny Nguyen filmed the reunion before she was fired. Yes. <laughs> this has been such a mess. They got the Jen shot trial is happening in like three weeks. They've got... Mary they have, Cosby, one of the characters, doesn't even show up. They have and a... Then, for a second year show, it's jumped the shark for me. It I is. I used to think it was so fun, so different, so fresh. All they do is yell at each other, and it's the same conversation. It gives me a headache. Yeah, well, this is this was one of the things that uh, when you took a break from Beverly Hills Housewives, it was the yep. year that Lisa Vanderpump and the Doggy Gate. I have and to it leave went it. on for weeks. It's and not weeks. interesting to me. Yeah. I have better ways to use my time. Okay, fine. There's better like there's decorating shows on or remodeling shows or anything um why didn't um the sag awards last night have with coda you know winning and being nominated i'm just wondering why they didn't do closed captioned that would have been a TV. great idea would have been nice that i would have been a good well i the only thing i keep thinking of laurie's every tv has an option to do closed caption right but you every, can have a closed they had interpreters on hand sure. you can have a closed caption or they just could have done it for that i just think it was just like a production oversight they were so busy worried about the words you know but maybe they didn't know you know they would know quota one i suppose well they yeah. had all the interpreters yeah. there just in I don't case know. or whatever but i just thought that was kind of interesting that they didn't just like uh just have a captioner. Yeah. There, I'm putting on my producing hatch. I want you to Hollywood speak, but apparently you're not in the mode. Well, the only thing I can think of is everyone, if you want closed captioning on, you would already have had it on. If I closed caption a show, I do it at the beginning of the show. Yeah, no, I'm. You're not a deaf person. I understand yeah, that. So, but I'm just saying, if you want to watch a show with closed captioning, you do that on your TV. Everyone has access. Yeah, that's all I'm trying to say. Yeah. But you wanted it to be automatic during that time uh, for that moment. This is sure it would have been with it would have been very cool. and talking about the accessibility. It just would have been cool. like a kind of a even on the screen behind them. You know, yeah, yes. that would have been cool. you know just you know just a little added element there. But. Just and I, I guess you know you have to be a fast well, actor. Actors could have seen you know because they all were signing their speeches. Yeah, so they knew what they were saying. Right, right. I don't know. Maybe, you know, it's not it that. be redundant. I mean, because they can read what the signs are and know what they're saying. 
Again, the accessibility thing. All right. I guess we'll just be happy that it won and that a lot more people are going to be watching it. Because it's such a good movie. We're talking about Coda. Yeah. And maybe the Apple will get some more subscriptions. And Netflix has probably had all kinds of meetings about what happened to the power of the dog, which they put all their money into. (laughs) That's true. You know, I still can't get myself to watch it. Oh, I can't either. I can't, I can't finish whoa. it. Oh, it's slow. I've watched half of it. And you watched it. it, Grant, right? Yeah, it's, I started it. It's slow. I can't finish it either. We were, it was one of those ones where we started it late night, and we're like, oh, we'll try it tomorrow. We just keep and you just keep each other. thinking, like, I should go back, but I can't. But no, yeah. it's just... Every time you think Western, oh, I'll put on Yellowstone or 1883, or I'll watch Tombstone again. Yeah, yeah exactly. Before I go to this one, That's for terrible. sure. Yeah. yeah, all right, fine. All right, fine. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back.